hi it's live at lunch our countdown's over and we wanted to say we're here. good afternoon it's lunchtime hey 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 what'd you think about that let us know in the comments is it okay <laughs> is there something we could do better we always i always want to improve i always want to be better in I what know. we do. I know, and you do every I, week. I'm very excited and giddy about how that came off. Because, like, the countdown worked. The little name things are working. I got to sit in his seat. Dalton is, needs to spit, apparently, because well, there's something in your mouth. <laughs> That's why he was trying to I just to want to know, is Dalton's microphone working? It's working like a champ, I bet. He probably had to turn the gain down, because that one's a little louder than these. Can you hear him, Noah? All right. Steve can't take, you can't take the producer Steve out of Steve. Because can't. Can't take the it. week I was back there, no, wasn't working. That was one button. There was a it was because it I was forgot to turn it on, but I forgot that it had a button. But it worked later on. You just it was just initially. Mm -hmm. It worked later on. Okay. People would have said things. You guys would have said things. You'd have told us, Steve, this mic's not on. Somebody, somebody help us. But you didn't. Hello, right. Miss Alice. Hello, Guy Miller. Our faithful two to get on immediately. First two, hello, hello and welcome. I love them too. They're the and only reason we're here. I mean, we probably. Why don't you share it on your feed, guys? And then, and Miss Lori Burns, she's been jumping on a lot yes. lately. Uh, I'm sure she's getting on soon. She might, and I, I then, doubt if she's at a park today. Oh gosh, that'd be terrible. You know, she You're was at a, at a park the last time. Absolutely horrible. With uh, her grandchild. We also had. Um, we're also live on YouTube. If you ever have problems on Facebook, jump over to YouTube. It's trustworthy, even and it doesn't having problems. It does, yeah. Even <laughs> truthfully, yeah. If you want to <laughs> go ahead and jump over to YouTube, M one B, you could watch. Here's the thing. Now, it would make it a little bit easier. You could push. I told this to somebody yesterday, right? If you have a smart TV, YouTube is installed on your smart TV. Yeah. You could log in. You could set up uh, subscription to M one B C, and then you could hit notifications. It's going to pop up. Then you can watch it on your TV, and you could text in the chat like I am right here, easily. Facebook, you can't You're do that. You're in the YouTube chat? I'm on the YouTube chat right here. But blah, 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 blah. Hi, this is me in the chat. I'm about to text something. Welcome to Live at Lunch. Uh, look, somebody jumped on there. Sweet. On YouTube? Yes. Yeah. We have two people now on YouTube. On the YouTube. Welcome, on the YouTube. YouTube I'm telling you, it's YouTube the way to go. Viewers. One of these days, we're going to be getting off of Facebook. We're going to be getting off of all these other platforms. We're just going to be going to YouTube. That way we can have a single source where everybody can go. You can watch it on TV. I mean, if you're... Let's say you like to watch your Sunday stream at home. And, oh, what in the world? Uh, you could watch your Sunday stream at home, and it's seamless. It's awesome. You don't have any of these other things that are going on. You can watch it full string on your 70-inch television. It's beautiful. Why would you not do that? You can't do that with Facebook. You, you can't do that with your television. Let me know. I'll come watch it with you. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I can't I, do it on Facebook if I screencast. Yeah, but, but see, that's not reliable. <laughs> it's not as... I know, it's not the same. It's not the same. I so anyway, to do my screen. This view of you, Seth... Uh, Welcome to Live at Lunch. When the camera's on you, then we see Inception, because my laptop is getting picked up. That's, yeah, I know. It's okay, though. It's right here. You could scooch it over. <laughs> Welcome to Live at Lunch. It's Live at Lunch 1210. Every Tuesday, we usually do this for about four minutes before... Uh, we actually minutes. get started. He's being, he's being, <laughs> I'm being modest. Yeah, really. We talk about this. Jibber jabber. But uh, we usually are doing some type of study, and that is no exception today. We are in Ephesians. Chapter. We're in the third session of the Ephesians, chapter 2. And as Steve 10. said, it's a goodie. Oh, I see what you're talking about. You can see that you're watching us. Yes. That's cool. <clears throat> Maybe I should get off It of has that. to stay there no, for a while. I'm going to go to... I'm you gotta go stay to the, it has to stay there for a while in order for like the internet to catch up, and then it would be it would be that Inception. mirror 
Inception. And look, we also have Dalton's got a little headshot today. That yes. was cool. It's a glamour shot. It definitely. is. And, and the light's really good today, too, so it looks really nice. He's Thanks, extra, extra pale. Um, extra pale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked to put on makeup for this, but he said no. He said no. All right, Dalton, you have your phone? I do. And you're not streaming something currently? I'm not streaming something Why currently. Why don't you pull up the, the Ephesians. Ephesians that... Chapter 2. Chapter 2, verses 1 through, one through 10. 10. And here's the thing. I want you to stop right before the butt. <laughs> okay? Right before the big butt, stop. So we can talk <laughs> about the first part. Sentence. <laughs> That's what they called it. Okay, uh, this is Ephesians 2, 1 through ending before the conjunction. That's right. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. Okay. How long, how far did that take us? That got us all the way up to verse four. Okay. First up to verse four. So that was one through three. One through three. Now, the first part of that is where he really keyed in at the beginning. And I think it's one of those things that we forget about a lot of things, mostly about unbelievers, <clears throat> about our former self. What does it say? What's the first part? Once it says, you were dead. Once you were dead. There's no coming back from that, right? Like you were dead, over <laughs> dead in your sins. You, there's nothing you can do to not be dead. Correct. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Nothing. Everybody agree? We're all in agreement here? You're dead. Nothing you can do. Everything, all these good things and all of the good uh, that we try to do and the measures and the, it doesn't matter. Dead is dead. Dead is dead. We've all lost people. We've all lost pets. We've all lost things. And they're dead. They're dead. And we were dead because of our sin. Separated from God. 100%. And then he goes on to talk about what's that look like. Why? It really gives a great, to me, it gives a great indication of why people are the way they are when they're separated from God. He put it really good. Sin, I. Yeah, there's an I in sin. Yeah. And that is sin. Yeah. I Listen, People are naturally selfish. Their sinful nature is selfish because it is all about you. Mm -hmm. And if you ever run into a person that's not a Christ follower that is not selfish, man, you need to start sharing Jesus with that person immediately because there's something in them that's going to change. But most of them are selfish. On the surface, even, someone that's dead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, even our good deeds have an element of selfishness to them. Most every one of them. Because... I know like I do. the way it makes us feel mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, and that's the, that's the hard thing I think for us to grasp that even our good deeds can be rebellion in a sense. I don't know if rebellion is the right word. Self-serving. But certainly selfish. Yeah. Self-serving for sure. I, there's a great friends episode. Oh, I was just talking yeah. about that. I mean, in my mind, obviously yeah. not out loud i was talking to myself <laughs> i was uh going over some things in my head i was watching the episode I wasn't of my anything you the... said but i was watching the episode i love no. the ultimate point when she gets stung by a bee and she's what? like i did i it. did it i did a selfless deed and then he goes 
Um, who well, was it? Well, the bee died. Yeah, but <laughs> who was it? That was it? Um, Joey, wasn't it? Or was it Ross? I think it was Ross. He's like, yeah, you know, after bees stings, you, they die. So you killed the bee. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He can go tell his bee buddies that he stung somebody. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now I'm cool. Yeah, that. There is no real self. I mean, that's the thing. If you're serving to just be good and to make yourself better, that's self-serving. Because you're dead. You're dead. All right, now. It's pretty gloomy. <laughs> yeah. Like the first that. first three verses are kind of down, right? You're dead. It's dead. We were dead. We were dead. Not only dead, subject to God's anger. Subject to God's anger, which is like worse. And he said, hell is not one degree worse than it should than, than you no. deserve. Just because you were pretty good on this earth, and maybe you were a, a benefactor of someone, maybe you were very generous and whatever, it doesn't matter. Same, same level. Okay. So that was the end of verse three, dead. Here's the best part where we're going to spend verse the rest four. of the time on. But God. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest, best but in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's true. <laughs> but it's, it is true. Without that sentence, we would still be dead. That's right. Without those two words. Yep. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much. That even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us has shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. That's end of verse seven. And we keep going. No, let's stop there because that those four verse for four verses say that three times fast. They, they make it better and it's not because of us. Right. But God in his great mercy showed us what we didn't deserve, gave us what we didn't deserve, allowed some other option because we were dead. Ever since Adam and Eve, he had a plan. Sin entered the world, changed everything about us. It changed the way that it was designed, which is why we're constantly in conflict with all that we want versus what God really wants and had designed. He said, despite all that, I'm going to offer you something better. I'm going to give you what you need. Which is exciting. I, I would like to just take a moment to talk about the sermon Sunday. Yes. You know, Daniel pointed this out. You yep. know, in essence, that we had nothing to do nothing. with our salvation, that we were dead in our trespasses and sins. And so, just uh, if you haven't heard that sermon, you can also find it on the see YouTube. That on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, either service traditions or resonate and uh and you can find it on spotify podcast me it's everywhere i I spend all monday putting all that stuff out so it's out there so he um he touched on this as well so it's good that we're reinforcing my favorite line i think from his sermon on sunday was this life is the closest we're ever going to get to hell yeah (laughs) so when things start to really get on you when things start to get bad that's why because as a believer 
you're not getting any closer than that but this is this world is invaded and full of sin and that was a powerful statement and i did put that little clip on youtube that'll actually it's not there yet it'll be there on thursday i've scheduled it videos there's made. something already on there yeah oh, yeah you, that's it i put two this one. week okay. he, had, he had a lot of good parts it's worth yeah. worth going and listen to it was yeah, super powerful real. it was a little bit long in the resonate <clears> service because <throat> it's 40 minutes but i think of it this way like <clears throat> in the world there is a constant weight pulling you down right in the word the, the sin every single day we wake up we are weighted down mm-hmm. by sin not just the sin we've already committed our sin but potential sin, temptation, um, evil thoughts—we are constantly being pulled under, under water, and uh, I think it's a, a, a beautiful analogy for me. In Psalms, he says, "You know, he reaches down." It's one of my favorite verses. Reaches down and pulls us out of deep water. He does that, and he's constantly pulling us out of deep water. But one day, when he, we are resurrected with him. We will live in a, like, the, not held here. There will be no weight pulling us down. Mm-hmm. There's not that weight of guilt of choices past or the temptations currently endured. I've never been trapped in deep water. Um, but when I, when I hear that, I think of death, right? Because you're, you're under the water. You're dead. It's, he's pulling you out of death. He's pulling you out of certain death at least. That's that's what he's done, and then you get to then you get to verse eight. Read that for us, Dalton. Your voice is spectacular. God saved you by His grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, mm. so none of us can boast about it. Ooh, hold on, just a minute. Just let, <laughs> let's 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 say it again. Okay. Salvation, Salvation is, is not, not a reward. A reward for, for the, the good, good things, things we have done. We have done. Now, does that mean that we can just stop doing all the good things that we do? No. Nope. It's always, I've always said it, This it's the cart before the horse thing. Mm-hmm. If you're doing good works to get salvation, you got the cart in front of the horse. That's right. And guess what? But that if you're work. doing good works as a result of your salvation, that's the proper we order. We need the horse. <laughs> yeah. It's imperative yeah. to have the horse because... Otherwise, you're just dragging things along. It's yeah. not going to work. It wasn't designed that way. Salvation. You should write this down, wherever you are. <laughs> if you're driving, pull over. Write it down. Ephesians 2, verse 9. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. God had a great plan. He knew that if he was like, okay, set up a system. You got to do 35,645 good things over the bad things that you do. Well, then somebody that did 100,000 good things could hold it over the person with 34,000 things and be like, look how much better I am than you. <laughs> well, it, we see and it in we the history want of the to do Bible, that though, with the, all with the, the time. and the Sadducees and all the Cs. You got, you got people that were doing all the things they thought they were supposed to do, and the pendulum swung the wrong direction. Yep. Then they started to boast in themselves. That's exactly right. And forgot about Jesus. God forgot about God, not Jesus. Knew he knows his creation. Yeah, he knows what we're what we're going to do, and he knew that if he'd have set up that system, that we would have messed it up the whole time, and it would never would have <laughs> given him glory. It would have been all about all the things that we do, but that's not what it is. 
and thank God that is, isn't. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be anywhere close to that number yeah. of good versus and, bad. And, yeah, we can give up trying for that. Yeah. Um, I love, um, before we jumped into verse 8, I wanted to go back to verse 7, even Let's though we already jumped into Let's verse exposit. 8. Sorry, I sometimes I, get I ahead. love this phrase in verse 7. It says, so God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Jesus Christ. So when we place our trust and our faith in what Jesus has done for us and receive his grace, I, I heard somebody say one time that that your picture is on God's refrigerator. For those For those of us who have trusted in Christ, it's like our picture is on his refrigerator and somebody comes over and he goes, hey, have you seen this? Yeah. He, he trusted in my kindness and That's my right. goodness and my, and my grace. and Which is also and wild because, again, he didn't have to do any of that. No. Yeah. Right? Like, we didn't do anything that made him... We didn't get a trophy. No. Right? We but didn't earn it. But it's like a trophy. I mean, it, it, another example of it is like a trophy shelf. Mm-hmm. It's like God pointing to a trophy and going, have you seen that one? Mm, I love that he one. He trusted. Yeah, he trusted in... I love that one. Know, and, they, and, and everybody goes, well, what did that, what did that person do? And you're like, oh, nothing. He just trusted me. <laughs> Wait, is that in their trophy? No. No, it's not. That's my trophy. It's mine. I kind of like to give myself glory because I'm kind of a tired. big deal. That's right. It sounds selfish. Oh. From a human perspective, it sounds selfish, but the reality is it's not. Just the confidence that I think that, not only confidence, but humility. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, it's the double edge sword because he loves us so much because he is pointing at our picture on his refrigerator you know confidence boost but also why god yeah what did i do yeah. nothing you did nothing that, except trust and if you go and, back to daniel's sermon that should get you excited absolutely that's what the, the we there forget be about some that affection he used okay toward now, him remember daniel's never been married as far as i know he hadn't had a lot of serious relationships <laughs> but he made a very good point about marriage too many marriages you get you get together. You're dating. It's all lovey dovey. It's lots of hearts and roses and gifts and I love you. And you you look over all the faults and things like that. Cut to 15 years later, and you're sitting on the couch, the worst version of yourself ever, and you're just together. That is the way most people their relationship with God is. You're super on fire, right? They have a camp experience and they're super on fire and they, they love God and they can't get enough of them and they're reading the Bible and then, then life starts hitting them and then just starts hitting them and it just starts wearing them down, which is what the devil does all the time. He just hits you with these things to wear you down because he knows you're not that strong. And by the end, you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christ follower. That's just what I am. Yeah, I should yeah. do that. And Daniel, in only the way that he can, is like, that's crazy! <laughs> because... It's got, look what he did for you. Yeah. That should spur you to passion constantly. Well, and I say go back to Ephesians 1 in those first, I don't know, 10 verses or whatever it was that, that from the first week and read again mm-hmm. what you have in Christ. It's a birthday party. Just open up another gift and you've got all these gifts and you open up one and then you open up another and see all that he has given us. Yeah. In Christ. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, Quiet Magoo, what's going on back there? <laughs> Just <laughs> drinking it all in. <laughs> so we got you two, your own two camera. Two wise man. people on either side yeah, of well, me. You need to, you're pretty wise too, but you need. What, what do you think? Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps his mouth shut. Yeah, this, <laughs> so, is a, this is a radio show where we have to talk. You have to use your mouth. Well, and, and we get back to in verse 10, for we are God's masterpiece. We're back yeah. to the mm. picture on the refrigerator. Yep. And he's uh, We're proud. back to the, the trophy. We're back to the, the, the Sistine Chapel painting. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. We are God's masterpiece. We are his, what do you say, poema? Yeah, his uh, poema. His, yeah. his poem. His poem. He is our, yeah, yeah. we are his. And what were you going to say? I tried to goad you into it. Let's talk about, or are you ready to go to verse 10? Well, I mean, I'm... Oh, I'm sorry. Because no, verse 10 oh, is super excited. I was just going to say that it, it, sometimes there's a bit of hopelessness that enters my world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then I realize <laughs> it's the boasting thing, right? I want to be able to boast about... You know, I'm I'm good. I'm I've got this. You mm-hmm. know, all oh, these bad things are happening to me. But doesn't matter. I've, and then there's that hopelessness that creeps up that goes, yeah, you don't actually have this. You know, look at <laughs> look at look in the mirror, buddy. <laughs> and 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 it just reminded that you know, not it's the cycle. Okay, so you feel good about yourself, then you are hopeless, but then you read something like this, or you're reminded of God's goodness and that it is His. It's His gift to us, not our reward. And then. You can bask in in the comfort and love of Christ. That you are loved by the creator of the universe. And you are important singular. Like you said, his refrigerator is massive. Mm. But, <laughs> but think of it in terms of that his refrigerator may be massive. But in his mind, you are just as important as if he only had one, one child. Yep. That's how and much that's he cares like, for you. <laughs> overwhelming yep. to me and and because all how many people have there been since creating adam and eve I don't know and yet i am i love the way the shack i keep referencing it but i love the way that person puts it i'm especially fond of that one mm-hmm. i'm especially fond of that it's just god's especially fond of me and then and there's the peace that we have that no we will never make the mark we will never I really want to say the golf term of hit par for the course. But you don't know what that means. But so you've got too many. <laughs> I'm done. Okay with that. And then, you know. But I, yeah. here's what I want to say. If you ever want to make Dalton cry, I want you to go up to him and say, you know, you're God's masterpiece. <laughs> it's true. Yes. <laughs> Tears. It's fun to do. Sometimes when he walks in the office, the first thing I go is, hey, you know, you're God's masterpiece. <laughs> Ruins him for the whole day. Yeah. It's fabulous. And then, you know, but there... <laughs> There's a, the, I guess the other side. I've heard this called poor man's version of pride or something, where you go, oh no, he, I'm not God's masterpiece. No, I've done too much. You know, I love God and and He loves me, but I don't know. You know, and you kind of play that. Yeah. What could I possibly offer? What could I possibly do? Yeah. Or you you, you won't. I don't know. It's like you're beyond his painting you're beyond mm. and you're not worthy that's not the yeah that's not and the again right that's just another tool that satan uses to draw yeah. us down and to drag us down and to to help us to to or make us feel like we're not worthy so that we don't pursue and do the thing that god right. has called us to do and and listen to answer the question of we are not saved so goes back to uh the heavenly reward which was verse was that uh so that no man could boast was that in four? 
Uh, no man can boast is eight. Eight. So to go back to eight, he answers his own question. Because you say, okay, well, great. If nothing good that I do is worth anything, then why don't I just sit around on the mountain and learn about God and just home all I want? <laughs> because we're God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things yeah. he planned for us long ago. He has great things planned for us. He has great things planned for you. But you have to know that you're his masterpiece. And it's not because of you, it's because of him. And when you humble yourself in the right manner, then those good things can be done. And only in those. And only in that way. But we can do some good things, but we, not for what he truly has planned for us. There is a reality for some people that you feel like what you've done, which is very human nature, right? I was talking with somebody that was like, yeah, if, if my spouse ever cheated on me, I'd leave him. And yeah, we have biblical justification for divorce at that point, okay? But there is a human, rea- there's a human reality on both sides of that, that what I've done is so bad that I can't be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And what that person's done is so bad that I will not forgive them. So it's very human nature, but what you're saying is a reality for a lot of people that they have that feeling of, you like, I know God loves me. I hear it all the time, but there's no coming back from, from what I've done. What I've done is hurt so many people. I've hurt his children. What I've done is I've hurt myself. And there, there's a, there's a, there's a, that's a hard reality to come back from. And I think God tries in, in, in these words to show us how important we are and how loved we are and how much he loves us. But also he gives us examples. If you think about some of the dirtiest people in the Bible, that God still, his goodness ran after them constantly. And so, I mean, if you're struggling with that and you're joining us, this may not fix it, but you need to know that you are God's masterpiece Mm. and nothing good you can do will ever wash away the bad you've done. But there's nothing that is too bad that the blood of Jesus hasn't washed away for you. And what the coolest part of that is the prodigal son magnified times a billion in that no matter what we're doing presently or what we've done in our past, he is wanting to throw us the biggest feast possible when we look back to him. And allow him. He wants to clean us. He wants to forgive us. And he he's just waiting. He's just excited. And that brings me peace, knowing that he is, we bring him joy when we bring our burdens to him and we confess our sins. We're the and only ones that, that disqualify ourselves. Yeah. We, we're the, like, you know, I'm a track and field guy. You get disqualified for a lot of things. You break rules and you don't follow the protocol and do all the things you're supposed to do. God's not like that. But we do that to ourselves because that's human nature. And that's what humans like to do to themselves is to make themselves not worthy and have an excuse as to why they're not doing the things that they're doing. Well, like, I mean, I just, you know, I'm not good at talking or I'm not good at, you know, I'm not good at sharing my faith or I'm, I'm, you know, I don't don't know how to read the Bible. Man, it overwhelms me. We disqualify ourselves when God's like, man, no, that's not the way it works. And then there are those that want to disqualify us for something in our past man you know we talk about cancel culture mm-hmm. you know today yeah. and people are going back a decade 15 20 mm-hmm. years and finding something that someone said mm-hmm. to cancel them today yeah 
This is crazy. It gives you no opportunity for change. I mean, yeah. it's like, couldn't you have changed in those? Is it possible that that I changed or that someone changed in the last 10, 15, 20 years? Yeah, definitely. Why yeah. are we gonna why are we gonna hold are we gonna go back in everybody's past? You're gonna find something in everybody's, everybody's. past. Everybody's and uh, it's why I'm thankful that we grew up in well, you grew up in the seventies. I grew up in the eighties, nineties. Yeah. There's you what we happened back there is legend. <laughs> There's no we record. drank out of the water hose. For no them. record of it because there's not like now you can go back. Everybody's history from like ever is yeah. all out there. And you can be like, oh, look unless, what this guy did. Unless you wrote a book. Yeah. Unless you wrote a book that somehow got is still around and not like dead in a half price bookstore somewhere. Yeah. Nobody knows what we did yeah. as kids. And we did some dumb stuff. I would have tweeted about all types of dumb things. I but, went back and looked at my Zenga account when I had this crush on this girl. Zenga. And it's still there, apparently. It was. I was like, oh, what? Why? Why did I write? (laughs) What was I thinking? Like, I wrote my thoughts down four or five times a day. I I was on Twitter early 2009, 2010. That was when I got on Twitter and started writing things. And it's always on my time hop for every day. And I go back to it. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) What what was my problem? I don't do anything like that anymore. I should be better at some things, but I, I was a moron 10 years ago on a lot of things. <laughs> and I think every decade or so you look back and go, man, I was a moron a decade ago. <laughs> because you start to understand more and more in this life. That's why you can't disqualify you yourself as a 20-year-old or disqualify yourself as a 30-year-old. And that's not the way that God looks at you. He looks at you in the totality of who you are. And it's also why he said, I got to do this on my own because they're that's messed up down there but because you, we you go sins. to court to defend yourself like that's our like we have we're constantly in our culture defending ourselves yes right but my savior my god created the universe is not in the business of he's in the business of redeeming he's not in the business of delivering judgment or condemning or condemning it says it in john three seventeen. he sent his son not to judge the world but to save the world right mm-hmm. through him mm-hmm. so whenever you're i mean I, those those all these things we're talking about it's god is looking to save us mm-hmm. he's not looking to condemn us he desires i think about courts and judges and and uh, they're looking to convict right we watch these court cases because we want to watch people get convicted for the thing he's not even interested and in some that. of them get convicted wongly yeah Many, many, many have been yeah. convicted wrongly. But it's justice, in right? In our yeah. world, we want justice. Yeah. And that's what for, we, we want. We want justice for everyone else, yeah. but grace N- for us. That's exactly right. <laughs> but and but we understand when there's justice. Of course, we're really upset when there's injustice. Yeah. And God says, man, I'm not in that business. Yeah. If I gave you what you deserved, well, you wouldn't be here. See, uh, what is it? Um Sodom and Gomorrah, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's really what we all should be. It's yeah. just big pillars of salt and raining down fire and all that <laughs> stuff. And it, I think that uh, I was I was watching, I was in a Sunday school class a couple weeks ago, and they were watching one of the episodes of Chosen, uh, which is a pretty funny but really good other look at kind of the life of Jesus and his disciples. And two of his disciples were like, hey, listen, some some uh, Samaritan made fun of him. And again, this is not biblical. This is like they, yeah. they interpreted certain things. But he... Poetic license. Yeah, they're, these guys are walking and they're making fun and they're spitting at the disciples of Jesus. And Jesus is holding them back. He's like, guys, not right now. 
And they're like, that's, you said we could rain down fire. You said we could do all of this. And so let's do that. Let's, let's, let's smite him right now. Let's rain down fire on him. And he's like, really? And he explains things to him and they calm down. And he's like, as they're walking away, he goes, you guys wanted me to rain down fire on those guys. We wanted to use the power of God to rain down fire on them. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> like That's who we are. Yeah. That's who we are. And we need to be reminded constantly. And it's why it's imperative to stay in the word of God. He's got a much better plan. And thankfully his grace is way sufficient because my grace is very limited. Yeah. And my tolerance of people is very limited. And my idea of justice is completely skewed compared yeah. to his. Yeah. And he made us anew because that is our nature. And that's why we have to be reborn. Mm-hmm. We have to be changed. And he's constantly redeeming us and sanctifying us. He's constantly changing us. And I think that that's the, that's, that's the forgiveness. That's where you get that kind of <laughs> God knows that not only will his forgiveness change us, but our forgiveness of others changes us too and we have to have the and mind of christ others yeah and it's 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 oh it's a it's a vicious wonderful cycle <laughs> after that it's a it's a snowball effect yeah. that part of our growth and healing is the forgiveness of others and that's where i think part of this verse 10 for we are god's masterpiece he has created us anew in christ jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago and if we go back to the two greatest commandments love God and love others, those good things he's talking about is loving others. And a big part of that loving others is forgiving others. Right. And that's a huge part of our witness that you look back on people that have hurt you and you've got a, you've got a list of people. Well, that God, that's now your list of people that you need to work on forgiving and loving. Because like you just said, that will change them, yeah. which changes others in their life. Are we... Gonna get cut off. No, I already I extended it. Thanks to Noah, he okay. reminded me. And <laughs> he's good about that I stuff. Saw it. He's yeah, on top of things he's, like that. He's a new producer, and yes. um, so I just, I, if since we've been extended, since I just we have some time. Yeah, that verse ten for, and this is out of. I went to the New American Standard because I know that better, and uh, it says, "For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works." which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. When I was reading that one day, that made me think I love to hike. I love to go hiking. I love to go hiking beautiful places. And I'm usually hiking a path, you know, that's already laid out for me. Some Somehow, I don't know how they make hiking paths. I don't, I don't know if they get 100 people to walk one path so that they can like, I don't want to be person like number one. Days. Ow, ow, it's a spider so web. all gets trodden <laughs> down. But that's what it reminded me of. It. I thought, okay, here's here's the path <clears throat> that God has laid out. These are all good works. Mm-hmm. Walk in them. Mm-hmm. But then I go, oh, look at that. And I step off the path, and I get in the mud, or I get in the thorns, and I get in all the... And then I'm like, okay, get back on the path. And his good works are just laid out for us like a path. And, you know, and the truth is, he laid the path out. Yeah. We make the no. joke of who lays the path out. There's always one person that's kicking it, that's that's chopping it up, right. that's setting it setting it out, right? That's moving all that stuff out of the way. And God has done that. He has laid the foundation. He has put the path together. We don't have to try to figure it out, right? But we constantly go, like you said, I think that way over there would be really yeah. good. And somebody beside us is like, Ooh, look man, at that. There's there's like a, rocks. A shiny thing. I see a big tiger, <laughs> and I'll be fine. 
we'll be fine. I'm going on this way. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're crazy, but... We're sheep. Yeah, we're dumb, dumb sheep. <laughs> it's a good sermon title series, Dumb Sheep. Dumb Sheep. <laughs> Probably wouldn't attract a lot of people. I think people be would be offended by it. If you walked out and your first words are, yeah, we're all dumb sheep. It says so in the scripture. People are like, you know what? You better start talking faster. <laughs> we're coming for you, buddy. All right, speaking of talking faster, it's... I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. I think we've had a good week, good session. This Oliver, is, listen. Oliver popped in and said, God bless. All right. What's up, Oliver? You know who popped in on YouTube? A bot. Oh. Well, you know, we do want to connect okay. with you, and we a love bot. it when y'all connect with us. He and said say VOM. Thank you and VOM. That's what he said, VOM, today. Oh, I don't know. What? But if you're not a bot and you want to connect with us, there's a lot of ways to do that. You can email us at our names at m1bc.org. So Seth at m1bc.org, Steve. You can also text us, 281-343-3033. It's up there on the screen. Way to go, Noah. I can't believe you actually don't remember that now. You can. You I remembered, but then I had a freak out moment. <laughs> I nearly started saying 281-305 because that's my work that's number. That's your work number. You but can also call that number, 281-305-1239. That'll ring me. One two three. Five is uh, mine. There you go. One, two, three, five. What's yours, Steve? You don't know. No idea. Yeah. It's a one, well, two, you it's get, something. Hey, one, two, if three, If you want to have a fun game, two, eight, one, <laughs> three, zero, five, one, two, three, and then just pick one. Pick a number and, and you're you going to get one of us. You might get Ed. You might get <laughs> yeah. Milk. But then again, you might get me. And you'd be like, ah. Or the safer bet is to text the number, two, eight, yep. one, three, four, three, thirty, thirty, three. You can it, call that one too. I don't know what would happen. Yeah, I wonder what would happen. But you can text anything. Um, but And especially if you just have a prayer request, throw it in the comments if you want it to be a little more private. You text can text number. that. Text that. And we, will, we, we commit to pray for you. Yep. Every week we pray for you. Um, in our staff meetings, we commit to pray for you. And so we, we just, we do want to connect with you guys. Yep. hundred percent. And listen, we do encourage you also go back and subscribe, subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to, uh, the podcast. There's a live at lunch podcast, there's a sermon podcast. There's lots of different ways for you to connect and to share. That's the key. You're catching this right now, but share that with your feed, share that with your people so that they can hear the truth of who Jesus is and so they can grow and take their next step in their faith journey. That's what we're all about here. That's what we want to do. And we, we, that's just all we want. And right? if it's There's ever awkward else. to invite somebody to lunch, now you have you can invite them to lunch, put it on your phone, then you don't even have to talk. <laughs> it might incite conversation. That's the in, but... introvert's best way. <laughs> yes, then you don't have to worry about, because I have, I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to taking people to lunch. She's so strange, because he does it so Because well. I love people and I love talking, but for some reason, I feel anxiety mm. with everyone in my life. Except that's my probably, wife. That's probably a whole... And my kids. No, probably a I whole mean, different thing. We need to probably talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's probably a really good thing on anxiety we need to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the Getting Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It was very close to that, that too. That was a good one. That was really good. You and Jesse did that one. He did. It was good. All right. Hey, listen. Thanks for joining us today at Live at Lunch. We'll be back again next week at 1210. Uh, until then, you guys got anything else? Going to pray us out. Uh, go ahead. Pray us out. You're, you're just, I'll do it. Here we go. All right. Father, we are so thankful, God, that you laid the path, that you created the path, and that, God, you, you did it all for your glory. And, Father, we thank you for raising us from the dead as believers. Right. We pray, God, for those that might stumble across this that, that don't know that, that haven't taken that step across the line of faith. Father, that they would reach out and find more. Uh, God, that they, would, that they would submit, that they would finally just let go of their way and their path and trudging through all of the, the difficulties of this life. And Father, just lay that down at your feet and to trust you as complete and total Savior. Because we thank you, Father, 
that you raised us. And we thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Fade to black. Fade to black. Bye, y'all. Favorite thing. Thank <laughs> you.